The following audio is from Park Church in Denver, Colorado. More information about Park Church is available online at parkchurchdenver.org. After the last tear falls 
After the last secret's told After the last bullet Tears through flesh and bone After the last child starves And the last girl walks the boulevard After the last year that's just too hard There is love Love, love, love There is love Love, love, love There is love After the last disgrace After the last lie to save some face After the last brutal jab After the last meal down at the mission After the last lonely night in prison There is love, 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 love There is love And in the end, the end is oceans and oceans Of love and love again See how the tears that have fallen were caught in the palms of the giver of love and the lover of all. And we'll look back on these tears as old tales. Cause after the last plan fails, after the last siren waves, after the Sails off to join the war After the last this marriage is over After the last young girl's innocence is stolen After the last years of silence that won't let a heart open There is love, 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 love Dream in the night 
king in the kingdom with the sun in the center and the innocent scene oh we dream in the night of a feast and a wedding and the groom in his glory when the bride is made after the last tear falls Thank you Thank you So uh this is a song that my buddy Ben Shive wrote most of, and uh, Ben is a, a dear friend. He, was, he wrote this song for his children um, because he was going to be a new dad, and he wanted to write a blessing, like a benediction over his family. Uh, and I really liked the song, and I asked him if, if uh, I could record it, uh, and he said yes, and so we put it on an album called Counting Stars, uh, at which point um, the blessing was remo removed from Ben's children and placed on my own. <laughs> Oh 
more counting stars and counting sand, little feet and little hands. We're counting joys, and we pray you'll know them as you knew us when you wove us, as you hold us, hold them, please hold them. Like their father, they are looking for a home. They're looking for a home beyond the sea. So be their God and guide them till they lie beneath these hills. And let the great God of their fathers be the great God of their children. Let the great God of my fathers be the great God of my children still. I was just talking to somebody earlier today about uh, this Wendell Berry book called Jaber Crow. Has anybody here read Jaber Crow by chance? A few of you guys maybe? Uh, it's, it's a great book. I'm a, I'm a fan of his writing, especially his novels. And uh, Anyway, I read this book, Jaber Crow, several years ago. and uh, it's, it's one of the few books that actually changed the trajectory of my life in like a definable way. I remember finishing that book, uh, which was all about community and the land and, and knowing where you're from and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and Immediately after I picked myself off of the floor uh, crying, uh, I, I went online and was started looking for land in Kentucky because uh, so, I wanted to be a farmer. <laughs> and uh, it's a terrible idea. Um, it took me about 30 minutes to realize that wasn't feasible. But we did end up moving out of a little cookie-cutter subdivision and into uh, kind of the country. And uh, so anyway, this, this song uh, is kind of part of it. It's, it's a song that was written in response to reading that book. Uh, because of the lesson that it taught me. And uh, we, we've talked about community. Uh, I know we did in the workshop earlier, and uh, the fact that this church is, uh, one of, that's one of their things, is community, from what I've gathered. Uh, and Wendell Berry said, you're only really in community with someone when you've pulled their ox out of a ditch or spanked their child. It's kind of how I grew up. Um, I got like, yeah, anyway, it's, it's, I had to, every, at the beginning of every school year, I had to sign a waiver that allowed my teachers to whip me. Uh, and it happened all the time. Uh, so it was, it was community. And so anyway, I, I, was, uh, I was this pastor's kid from Florida uh, who lived in this dinky little town called Lake Butler. Uh, I was mainly famous for being the home of Florida State Prison. Uh, so most of the town was uh, either employed or incarcerated by the prison. And uh, and so we, is this, could not, if you wanted to write a Flannery O'Connor story, she's come up already, uh, you would not have to look any farther than this town. I could, we've, ta we've told stories about this town. It's kind of amazing. Uh, the, the Deep South, uh, which most people don't think of Florida as the Deep South. Take my word for it. Uh, I, the, North Florida is like South Georgia with a twist of weirdness, right? Uh, just a little bit. Everything's a little. I think that the billboard that you should see when you drive across the border into Florida is Florida. Anything can happen. <laughs> uh, so I grew up in this town, um, feeling very confined. 
uh, I wanted to escape. I just kind of like looked around and all I saw were dirt roads and Spanish moss and guys with big trucks. And I had read Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn and Lord of the Rings. And I thought that if I wanted my life to be a good story, that it meant that I had to get out of town. So I tried to run away a few times in high school. And uh, I always came home like an hour later because Florida is super creepy at night. And um, But, uh, but I would always come home, but I had this, this kind of like wanderlust in me. I just, I would stop at the railroad track as I skateboarded on my way home from school, and I would just look down the track and think, what's down there? I want to know what's, I would make plans, you know. So as soon as possible, I got out of town. And uh, anyway, long story short, I ended up getting married young. I got married, uh, engaged when I was 19, got married when I was 20. And, uh, and I was, remember standing at the altar, watching my beautiful bride walk down the aisle. Uh, and one of the many thoughts that was in my mind there were a lot of them. One of the many thoughts that was in my mind, uh, it was, well, so much for a life of adventure. I guess I'm kind of like uh, deciding to settle down. You know, I'm not going to sow my wild oats. I'm going to be, uh, you know, a family man, whatever. And uh, that was 20 years ago, 20 uh, years we've been married. And uh, I could not have been more mistaken. Uh, if you want adventure, uh, get married. <laughs> if you want adventure, you don't have to look any farther than the people you go to church with. Uh, or the kids that are growing up under your roof, the community that you're part of. Every single person you meet is the crown of God's creation, right? Uh, so everybody is carrying around this image, like Andy and Nate have been talking about. Everybody. And that it's like a galaxy inside every heart that, that is, like, unknowable by us, you know? Uh, I've known my wife 20 years, and I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of the great mystery of who she is. So uh, I wrote this song for my family because I heard that there was a a cave system underneath our, our neighborhood in Nashville. I, I've lived in Nashville for a long time. I had no idea there were any caves in Nashville. And one day this, this neighbor remarked kind of offhand, some mentioned the cave. I was like, whoa, 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 what do you mean cave? And he was like, oh, yeah, it goes all underneath here. He said when they came in to build these houses, they had to do geological surveying to make sure they wouldn't fall into any of the caverns below them. Uh, and it, it's really bad for real estate value probably, but really great for awesome value. And so, uh, so I immediately tracked down the guy who had the key because the government had gated it off and we unlocked it and I spelunked for three and a half hours in the caverns underneath our house and found stalactites and stalagmites and there was a pond and a waterfall, no joke. Uh, There's a little guy that lived back there, had a ring and... Um, <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, so I, I climbed, I had written this whole song I had no idea how to finish it. I was, I was missing the bridge, and uh, the day that I climbed out of the cave, I, I knew how to finish it. So here you go. Man, my fingers are over. Here we go. Well, I grew up in a little town, a southern mix of lost and found. Most folks seem to stick around Oh, but I could hear the highway song I'd sit out on the dock till dawn And dream about the great beyond I dreamed that I was a world traveler Set me loose to find my way Just get me out on the road someday With my sails unfurled so many mysteries I wanted to unravel If I could travel the world well, Soon enough 
enough I had my way I saw the world the Lord has made Mostly from the interstate Oh, but I had hardly seen a thing Until I gave that golden ring To the one who gave her heart to me And I became a world traveler She opened the gate and took my hand Led me into the mystic land where her galaxy swirl a world travel anybody out there know this one by chance what is it into these and charter balloons blaze tree on the basket that's the last one okay anyway you get the picture my wife is a big mystery uh she opened the gate and took my hand and led me into the mystic land where her galaxy swirl. Okay. And so many mysteries I never will unravel. But I want to travel her world. Just take a left at the end of my street. Just a few doors down. Up the hill and into the trees There's a hole in the ground Where we traveled the caverns so deep We wandered the wonders so wide It was right beneath our feet All this time All this time So tonight I saw my children in their rooms Little flowers all in bloom Burning suns and silver moon And somehow in those starry skies The image of the maker lies Right here beneath my roof tonight So hold on tight I'm a world traveler Into these uncharted lands To blaze a trail in the vast expanse Of the heart and soul I'm a world traveler so pack your bags and dig down deep Ride the storms and sail the seas To the distant poles So many mysteries I'm ready to unravel I want to travel the world mess that one up uh, thank you for clapping so this is a uh, a new one that uh, I wrote I'm going to need you guys to sing with me on this one uh, if you don't mind um, I was going through a thing uh, I mentioned this earlier uh, I guess last night um, turning 40 was weird um I remember kind of reaching this point a few years ago where I was upset and, and grieving and watching my kids turn and go from like little sweet little boys to uh, teenagers with armpit hair, you know, and, 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 rem and kind of not only grieving the fact that they were not my sweet little precious boys anymore, but also the fact that, that uh, I, I was beginning to remember things about what it meant to be a teenager, you know, and what, how hard it is to grow up, the things that they're going to have to learn if they're on this journey, the troubles that they will see. 
And I was grieving that and kind of going through this thing. And I was talking to a, a, a pastor friend of mine and telling him about this. He goes, now, how old are you again? And I was like, 39. <laughs> and, uh, and he kind of laughed. He was like, oh, okay, well, this all makes a total sense. Not to freak any of you guys out who haven't hit it yet, but there really is something that happens. Something happens when you, you there's phases of our, of our growing up. So anyway, I... Uh, in the middle of this, I was uh, earlier this year. I was in what I think was a kind of depression. I may have mentioned that last night, um, where I just didn't see a way out. I just didn't know didn't know what to do with what I was feeling, and uh, it just felt like it would never stop raining, constant rain. And uh, I uh, happened upon this poem by Lucy Shaw, who's one of my favorite poets. If you don't know her poetry, please go find it. She's a treasure. And Lucy wrote this poem about. Um, uh, the coming of spring at the end of a long winter. And it's this perfect little four-line poem called Forecast. It goes like this. Uh, Planting seeds inevitably changes my feelings about the rain. Well, I tried to be... Br- oh, yeah, your part. Sorry. Your part is this. You're, you guys are going to represent the voice of the Holy Spirit in this song. So don't screw it up. Um, okay, so your part is going to be Queen Siloy Toynaiba. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a, just a d- denominational joke. It's quick. Okay, so your part is this Peace, be still. I tried to be brave, but I hid in the dark. And I sat in that cave and I prayed for a spark to light up all the pain that remained in my heart. And the rain kept falling down on the roof of the church where I cried. I could hear all the laughter and love, and I tried to get up and get out. But a part of me died in the rain kept falling down I'm so scared if I open myself to be known I'll be seen and despised and be left all alone So I'm stuck in this tomb and you won't move the stone and the rain keeps falling Well somewhere the sun is a light in the sky But I'm dying in North Carolina And I can't believe there's an end to this season of night And the rain keeps falling She's praying for light 
And my children are there and they love me in spite of the shadow I know that they see in my eyes. And the rain keeps falling. I'm so tired of this game of these songs of the road. I'm already ashamed of the line I just wrote. But it's true and it feels like I can't sing a note. And the rain keeps falling down. It's falling down. Falling down. Peace. Be still. My daughter and I put the seeds in the dirt And every day now we've been watching the earth For a sign that this death will give way to a birth And the rain keeps falling Down on the soil where the sorrow is laid And the secret of life is igniting the grave And I'm dying to live but I'm learning to wait and the rain keeps falling down. Be still. Peace. Be still. Just keep singing. Peace. I just want to be new again. I just want to be closer to find a song I'm so tired and I'm always so wrong I need peace help me be brave tonight Jesus please help me out of this cave tonight I've been calling and calling but this rain just keeps falling and falling I've been calling and calling this rain just keeps falling and falling. Is that you? Is it you? Is it true? Is that you, Lord? Here's one more autobiographical song about the last year. Uh, wrote this for my wife. Um, here we go. Do you remember how we used to drive over the mountain and down to the river bend? Where the ghosts of the valley all haunt the tracks The highway calls your stories back again 
Space for grace to grow. Now it feels like love has called my bluff. So tell me the story I still need to hear. And tell me about the love that never dies. So tell me the story I still need to hear. Tell me we're gonna make it out alive again. Marriage is funny. I uh, sorry, this guitar is um, taking a second. Nate, you want to introduce this song while I play my guitar? Just kidding. That would that would terrify you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
So, like I said, I've been married for 20 years, and uh, I have learned a lot about marriage uh, because I started gardening a couple years ago, uh, maybe actually like eight years ago. Um, kind of, again, it was Wendell Berry's writing that kind of made me want to learn how that kind of thing worked. And uh, so I, I rented a tiller from Home Depot uh, in our little subdivision, back little square of a backyard, and I worked for like eight hours until this patch of ground about as big as that carpet. And I just was like, farming is the best. And uh, <laughs> it was a terrible garden. It was a terrible, like I may have gotten one tomato out of the garden, but uh, it did, you know, I, it was satisfying tomato. And um, uh, so anyway, I, uh, there's just no end to the things that I have learned. Um, patience, you know, discipline, uh, the joy of good labor, all that kind of business. Now our, you know, that's all escalated and now we've kind of tilled up about a room, place about as big as this, this room and it's still a terrible garden. It's just bigger now. Um, but I uh, started keeping bees a few years ago and that kind of business and just kind of dove in deep. It's hard to, hard to stop. So uh, anyway, but one of the things that I, I have learned about gardening is if you, if you want weeds to grow, all you have to do is nothing. Nothing at all. And weeds will take over. Uh, if you want something good to grow, you have to work for it. You got to get your hands dirty. You got to sweat. You got to pay attention to it and care for it. And then something good grows, right? Um, sometimes pulling up weeds is a violent act. Uh, and sometimes that looks like an argument between you and your wife. Sometimes it looks like marital counseling. Uh, whatever it may be, you're making room for good things to grow. So. Uh, I wrote this after a big fight with my wife. Here you go. Well, I was 19, you were 21. The year we got engaged. Everyone said we were much too young But we did it anyway We got the rings for 40 each From a pawn shop down the road It's true We said our vows and took the leap Now 15 years ago And we went dancing in the minefields We went sailing in the storm it was harder than we dreamed, but I believe that's what the promise is for. Well, I do are the two most famous last words, the beginning of the end. But to lose your life for another I've heard is a good place to begin. Cause the only way to find your life is to lay your own life down And I believe it's an easy price for the life that we have found And we're dancing in the minefields We're sailing in the storms This is harder than we dream, but I believe it's what the promise is for what the promise is for So when I lose my way Find me And when I lose 
loves chains bind me at the end of all my faith till the end of all my days when I forget my name remind me as we bear the light of the son of man so there's nothing left to fear so I'll walk with you in the shadow land Till the shadows disappear Cause he promised not to leave us And his promises are true So in the face of all this chaos Baby, I can dance with you So let's go dancing in the minefields Let's go sailing in the storms and This is harder than dream, but I believe it's what the promise is for. That's what his promise is for. playing songs in C formation, I will play this one. Uh, this is another new one uh, I wrote as an apology uh, to some dear friends who I wounded. Uh, so this is my communion hymn. Well, I want to say I'm sorry, but I don't know how. But I'm sorry, so sorry now. I said some words to you I wish I'd never said. a catacomb and I'm praying we can find a way to raise these bones again 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 so I want to say I'm sorry but it's not enough to close the wounds I opened up so now I've got this sorrow and you've got that hurt And we can't go back to who we were Oh, but could that mean that I'm someone new And maybe I can love you better than I feel to do Before the war They'll tell you everything was beautiful
Sure was pretty. Thanks, Nathan. I hate the fact that you're standing so far back. We didn't have time to really configure the thing, so I miss you. When I turn around, I'm like, where's Nate? I miss Nate. Uh, okay, how are we, uh, how are y'all doing? You doing okay? Are your brains feeling pretty full about now? After hearing uh, this much information, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. I don't mean me. It's like Nate and then Andy and then songs. And, um, I'm glad there's coffee. Uh, okay, so let me do this. I'm going to go dark, and then we're going to end. We're going into the kind of the, the dark part of the thing, and then the sun's going to rise at the end. I love one of the, th- one of the things that Nate said, talked about, which was uh, that uh, a lot of people are really good at writing about darkness. Uh, it's not as easy to write about uh, make, to make the light really triumph over it and the thing. And sometimes, you know, you do paint the sky black so that you can show how beautiful that one prick of light is. Uh, but there's also something amazing that happens, and I think Tolkien is like the paragon of how this works, is, is to show the glory of light, right, to show the glory of God's creation, and uh, the glory of hope. So uh, this is one of the dark ones, and we're going to come out of it in a minute. But uh, I wrote this song um, after a trip to a monastery in Kentucky called the Abbey of Gethsemane, which is where Thomas Merton used to live and work. And um, I went there because my friend forced me, basically. He, I was going through this. This is years, 15 years ago. This terrible season happened, and, and I was really angry with God and, and uh, angry especially because of his silence. And around the time I put a hole in the drywall of my closet, um, my friend said, I'm supposed to go on a, on a um, three-day retreat. I go every year to the Abbey of Gethsemane, and I think maybe you need it worse than me about now. Uh, so, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Monks are kind of scary, and I don't know if I should do it. And, and he's like, no, you should totally go. Just lie, lie to the monks and tell them you're me, and, uh, which kind of excited the preacher's kid in me. I was like, oh, yeah, it's like <laughs> mischief and healing. It was, it was very exciting. So, so I went to this monastery expecting to fast and to pray and basically prove to God that I was worthy of an audience with the king, you know, and, uh, which now seems so silly. Uh, but I, was, I, was, I just thought, I was like demanding that he explain himself. Uh, and of course he does not. Uh, somebody said one time, um, of all the questions Jesus was asked in the Gospels, he only directly answered like three of them. Doesn't that sound about right? And so there I was kind of railing and, and kind of holed up in my, the cell of my monastery, uh, or the monastery cell. Didn't, I barely left the room. I went out to Vespers and uh, um, participated in that part of it, but spent most of the weekend just alone. And uh, by the end of it, I was just as you know, as frustrated as I was when I got there. And, and I just woke up at before dawn in a huff on the last day and just grabbed my stuff and threw it in the trunk of my car. And it was in the dead of winter. It was freezing cold outside and in, in the hill, nestled in the hills of Kentucky. And, uh, and I slammed the trunk, and I looked over, and across the street from the monastery, there was this sign that said, To the Statues. And uh, I was like, I wonder what that is. And so I crossed the street, and I followed the trail. And it wound about maybe a mile and a half or two into the woods, um, I was completely alone, and as the sun sun came up, you know, I, I was able to see the trail by the by the early light, and uh, finally wound a corner, said to the statues this way, and I followed the trail up, and there was the statue of Peter and James and John asleep in the garden, and I was like, I'm a, oh, I'm, I went to Sunday school, I get it. This is the Abbey of Gethsemane, and this little hill, this little knoll is like, you know, the Garden of Gethsemane, and I know that this is Peter and James and John asleep. And I know that when I come around the corner, I'm going to walk up this hill and I'm going to see a statue of Jesus praying in the garden. And um, I walked on up the hill, 
full of just, you know, smart alecky cynicism and anger or whatever. And uh, the statue stopped me in my tracks. It was the artist had depicted not this kind of pious Jesus, you know, looking up at the heavens. It wasn't like a romantic picture at all. Um, it was a, the, he depicted him as if Jesus had fallen to his knees and his back is arched and his hands are covering his face like this. And his elbows are splayed outward. And uh, it's, it's painful. You can Google it later if you want. Uh, but it stopped me in my tracks. And in that moment, I had this thought that that statue looked exactly like my heart felt for the previous three days. And uh, this rush of comfort followed it because I knew I wasn't alone. And that is, uh, that is one of the great things about Christianity. You know, we can, we can say that our God knows what it's like to be lonely. Our God knows what it's like to suffer. Our God knows what it's like to endure the silence of God. So, here you go. It's enough to drive a man crazy. It'll break a man's faith. It's enough to make him wonder if he's ever been seen when he's bleeding for comfort from thy staff and thy rod. And the heaven's only answer is the silence of God. And it'll shake a man's timbers when he loses his heart. When he has to remember what broke him apart. And this yoke may be easy, but this burden is not. When the crying fields are frozen by the silence of God. And if a man has got to listen to the voices of the mob, who are reeling in the throes of all the happiness they've got When they tell you all their troubles have been nailed up to that cross Well then what about the times when even followers get lost Because we all get lost sometimes Well there's a statue of Jesus on a monastery knoll In the hills of Kentucky All quiet and cold And he's kneeling in the garden As silent as a stone And all his friends are sleeping And he's weeping all alone And the man of all sorrows He never forgot what sorrow is carried by the hearts that he bought So when the questions dissolve into the silence of God The aching may remain, but the breaking does not The aching may remain, but the breaking does not In the holy lonesome the silence of God. 
Please welcome Andy Crouch to the stage. We have not rehearsed this song. I just basically said it's in the key of D. Here goes nothing. I'm watching you. I am weary with the pain of Jacob's wrestling. In the darkness with the fear. In the darkness with the fear. But he met the morning wounded with a blessing So in the night my hope lives on Oh no uh, Oh yeah When Elisha woke surrounded by the forces Of the enemies of God the enemies of God He saw the hills aflame with angels On their horses So in the night My hope lives on He'd gone beyond forgiveness to a shame to lift his head. But if he could lift his head, he would see his father running from a distance. Oh, in the night, my hope lives on. Now I can see the crowd of men retreating, and the meals before the woman and their stone. If mercy in his holy heart is beating But the rulers of this earth could not control him. 
No, they did not take his life, he laid it down And the chains of death could never hope to hold him So in the night, my hope lives on sword he swings is brighter than the dawn and the gates of hell will never stand against him so in the night my hope lives on oh in the night oh in the night oh in the night my hope one more time Crouch on the pie, Anna. Right. <laughs> well, that's intimidating. <laughs> Here goes. Uh, wrote this for my daughter. She just turned 13. And the day I sang it for her, I realized maybe it was for me too. So. You got all that emotion that's heaving like an ocean And you're drowning in a deep, dark well I can hear it in your voice that if you only had a choice You would rather be anyone else Well, I love you just the way that you are I love the way you made your precious heart Be kind to yourself be kind to yourself Well, I know it's hard to hear it When that anger in your spirit Is pointed like an arrow at your chest When the voices in your mind Are anything but kind And you can't believe your father knows best Well, I love you just the way that you are I love the way he's shaping your heart be kind to yourself Be kind to yourself Well, how does it end when the war that you're in Is just you against you against you You gotta learn to love, learn to love Learn to love your enemies too You can't expect to be perfect It's a fight you've got to forfeit You belong to me, whatever you do So lay down your weapon Darling, take a deep breath And believe that I love you Be kind to yourself Be kind to yourself Be kind to yourself you gotta learn to love, learn to love, learn to love your enemies. You 
I wrote this one for my son. When I look at you, boy, I can see the road that lies ahead. I can see the love sorrow bright fields of joy dark nights awake in a stormy bed I want to go with you but I can't follow so keep to the old roads keep to the old roads and you'll find your way Fine. 
Um, well, uh, we're, we're about to wrap it up. I, um, I'm going to do this one and close with one song. Um, I shouldn't be, be playing this song, but I'm going to play it. Uh, hearing Nate and Andy talk have kind of em- they've emboldened me a little bit. This is the last song on my new record, and uh, I, I wrote it. Um, okay, so really quickly, let me just say this. I was at this conference. There's this guy named Norman Wurzba, and he was talking, and he was talking about like agrarian stuff and how the church should care for creation and that kind of business, and um, which is good. I'm glad people are talking about it. Um, and he was making the he was talking about the fact that we we as a culture are are um, sadly disconnected from the land. Um, you know, um, like modern culture, like more than any any people that has ever existed on the planet Earth, we are disconnected from like food and the land and the rhythms of the way God have, has made the world. And, uh, and to make his point, he said he was in this room full of people who were like into agrarian stuff, right? So he goes, okay, raise your hand if your grandparents were farmers. And like 90% of the room raised their hands. And then he goes, okay, put your hands down. Now raise your hand if your parents were farmers. Almost everybody put their hands down. And he goes, raise your hand if you were a farmer. And there were two people in the room who were like professional farmers. That's unsettling a little bit, isn't it? Uh, like it kind of made me go, wow, that's weird. Like in all of human history, this tiny little sliver, we, nobody's farming. <laughs> nobody's like engaged with this and uh, engaged with God's creation in a way that uh, like it's one of the clearest ways that he speaks to us. He tells us his story again and again and again in creation. Um, I already talked about the whole planting seeds idea that, that yes, rain is painful, um, but it's doing something, right? Uh, Martin Luther said, Our Lord has written the promise of resurrection, not in books alone, but in every leaf in springtime. The story of the resurrection, like Nate pointed out with the dragonfly, it is being told again and again and again uh, by God in the way he made the world. And, uh, and I feel like we're, it's, it makes sense to me that we would be missing out on some, something by not engaging with that story as God is telling it. And so uh, it's been one of the blessings of kind of just getting my hands dirty over the years. And so uh, what I've, like I talked about earlier, the, the idea that you pull up weeds to make room for good things to grow. Nate talked about suffering. Um, any of you guys who have ever tilled a garden, have you ever thought about how violent it is? Have you ever thought about what it's like to take a trowel and to literally stab the earth and tear it open? Like tear it open. And you part the earth like a wound, like a scar. And what do you do? You take this little seed that looks dead and useless. You put that little seed in the ground and you cover it over just like a burial. And then the rains come and you wait and you wait. And new life comes forth. In order for there to be this new life, you tear open the the earth like a wound. Um, Brought me a tremendous amount of comfort. And this guy, Norman Wurzba, he was talking about this. And he said, uh, he said, next time you read your Bible, pay attention to how often God uses uh, agrarian metaphors. He said, you know, you hear a lot of sermons about God, the shepherd, the good shepherd that's good, God, the warrior, or the strong tower. But we don't, in our culture, hear many sermons about God, the gardener. So this is a song about God, the gardener. Um, the back half of the song is taken from Isaiah 55. If you want to know what heaven is going to be like, don't go to Hollywood. <laughs> Don't watch movies. Read Isaiah 55. Be a little picture. Here you go. 
I make the disclaimer, I'm going to mess this song up, so just try to remember what I meant to do. Oh God, I am furrowed like the field, torn open like the dirt, and I know that to be healed, that I must be broken first. But I am aching for the yield that you will harvest from this hurt. Abide in me. Let these branches bear you fruit. Abide in me, Lord, as I abide in you. So I kneel at the bright edge of the garden, at the golden edge of dawn, at the glowing edge of spring, when the winter's edge is gone. But I can see the color green, I can hear the sower's song, abide in me. Let these branches bear you fruit. Abide in me, Lord. Let your word take root and move in me. Let these branches bear you fruit and move in me, Lord, as I abide in don't return, but they water the earth and they bring forth life. Giving seed to the sower, bread for the hunger, so shall the word of the Lord be with a sound like thunder. And it will not return, it will not return void. We shall be led in peace and go out with joy. And the hills before us will raise their voices and the trees of the field will clap their hands as the land rejoices and instead of the thorn now the cypress towers and instead of the briar the myrtle blooms with a thousand flowers and it will make a name make a name for our God a sign everlasting that will never be cut off as the earth brings forth sprouts from the seed what is sown in the garden grows into a mighty tree so the Lord plants justice justice and praise to rise before the nations till the end of days as the rain and the snow fall down from the sky and they don't return but they water the earth and they bring forth life giving seed to the sower and bread for the hunger so shall the word of the Lord be with a sound like thunder and it will not return it will not return void it will not return it will not return void it will not return, it will not return void, we shall be led in peace. 
And the sower leads us And the sower leads us Would you guys give another big hand to Nathan Johnson on the guitar tonight? Thank you, Nathan. And big thanks to everybody at, at Park Church for putting this whole event on. I've had a blast being here. Would you guys give them a big hand for...